wonder how destiny makes his house calls. Have you ever wondered if you were on the list of the ones that destiny will call on today? Hello, my dear friend. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series. And this season, we're walking the road to the cross of Calvary, the way of power. Today, we're going to be dealing with Simon of Cyrene. We titled it Simon of Cyrene, Walking Into Destiny. Now, let us meet Simon of Cyrene. Of those people that you will call Wakapas in my Niger local palace. He's one person who makes a cameo appearance in a cast in the story, you know, maybe a theater play or all those. It's the type that their role is not like that prominent. It's just like maybe those one second roles, people who are just passing, or maybe the main character is eating at a restaurant, the other people who are who are eating at the same restaurant, just showing their back and all of those kind of things. That's what we call Wakapas. He got a one-liner mention in the history of life. But wait, that is all that is needed for destiny to come calling. You don't really need a chapter written about you in this book of life. You just need that one line. You just need the mention. After all, hordes of people pass through this life. Nobody knows their name. Nobody knows what they did and all of that. And if you get a mention or you get a one line, now you get cast in the play, no matter how little the, the role is, that is something to acknowledge. That is something to be grateful for. The Bible records in Mark chapter 15, Verse 21, he said, A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. So Simon of Cyrene was not a willing participant. He was minding his business when the business of all businesses decided to mind him. Imagine with me for a moment, Simon sets out on, from his house and what was his, what would be his to-do list? He's heading for Jerusalem. It was the feast of Passover. He needed to be there like every other person that makes their way into Jerusalem for that weekend. And he was trying to avoid the traffic because everybody's going into Jerusalem and they will walk by that road. It is not a very big road. So imagine everybody from all walks of life, every country, and they are, they are coming back home. You know, there was no way he would have envisaged that his journey would be interrupted, especially since it is the same journey he has done countless numbers before and even if he was imagining that he would be interrupted there is no way he would be thinking of history making no way it was just a regular joe living his life to the best of his ability we know that he was from Cyrene because the bible tells us so we know that he has children no so Cyrene is someplace in north africa i think it's in libya not sure, but it's in North Africa. So let's assume that all he had in mind was the feast 
No more, no less. But life had its own agenda. Just like for you and I, we would have things that interrupt a normal course of events. All through our lives, we would always have things like that. You know? So he encounters this procession. They're dragging this man that there is already bloodied, badly beaten, battered. You could see the man is tired. You could see he's weary. And of course, he's trying his best not to be part of the crowd. He had his own agenda. He was going to go where he was going to go. So he knew the drill. Usually at that time of the year, they try and deal with all the criminals so that those kind of issues will not color the Passover, you know. So time was of essence. These people were running out of time because this guy was, you know, slow at it. And you can't blame him. He's very tired. So like many other pastors by, he would have caught a glimpse of Jesus beaten by the... Roman soldiers, he must have noticed his weariness. Well, maybe he talked that his emotions more, but he did not bring himself to think about it too much so that it would not distract him from where he was going. He was trying to make his way through the crowd when a soldier beckons, Hey, you, come. Of course, when you hear that kind of beckoning, you do as if you didn't hear. So let's imagine that um Simon of Cyrene too did like that. Then he hears that voice again. And Roman soldiers, the Romans were ruling, so you know the drill. You cannot say no. So they call him, hey, hey, come here. So he comes. He comes. And they tell him, Oh, yeah, carry the cross. Help him to carry the cross. Well, what can he do? He bent to bear the cross. And he noticed that the man bearing that cross is breathing heavy. The cross would have weighed something like a hundred pounds, so maybe like fifty kg. That's like a bag of rice in my own local whatever here. We have fifty kg bags of rice. There's no way Simon will refuse the order. Maybe for a split second, he would have wished, maybe who told me to come out now? Maybe I should have waited later or maybe I should have come out earlier and all of that. But I mean, kind of whatever the thoughts were, it's right now, it is too late. If he says no, his own life might just be at stake too. So, our Simon of Cyrene becomes an involuntary Character in the history of life. Simon, an underdog, a black Jew, made his way into the limelight. You know, there's something I always say to people. You never know when the king is coming to dinner. So every time you have to show up, show up putting your best foot forward. I say that again. Every time you have to show up, show up putting your best foot forward. By that act of Simon of Cyrene, his identity has been rewritten. Nobody remembers that he was a, is a black man or was a black man. And what that tells me is that in God's hands, there's no telling what you can be. In God's hands, there is no Jew, there's no Greek. Everybody's the same. God will use any available vessel 
Simon did not leave the house to go and carry a cross. He left his house to go and feast in Jerusalem. He found himself bearing another person's cross as he journeyed life. Now, depends on how you are looking at this story. You can look at it from the half-empty cup or the half-full cup. Somebody can say, wow, he made his way into the history book. And somebody can say, which kind of a be this one? Say, we, you come work on that today, go for Lopez and carry cross, you know. But however you look at it, his name is in history. He was a, work, he was a useful vessel in God's hands. And he helped Jesus. Can you believe that? Let's flip it a little bit. This man of God, the God man himself is in need of man. That's a deep thought right here. God needs you to help him carry the cross that was originally meant for you. So my dear, if you are still insisting on remaining in your sin, I I wish I can flog you right now. Because if you only catch a revelation of the import of that, Jesus is God. Jesus came from glory. Jesus became man. He took on weakness so that you can remain strong. You are the ones meant to carry a cross. You are the one meant to die. He did all of that for you. How dare you refuse such a great salvation how dare you refuse such great love god does not need you for anything and yet he bends low to allow you to to be weak so you can be strong god needed simon of cyrene god does not need man but when god was carrying your sin he needed help Look, you are always going to be needing help until you live your life in Christ's hands, until you give it to God. What do we learn from this uh, story? Simon, and maybe we can put your name there too, was an involuntary participant. You may be involuntary, an involuntary participant in whatever drama is unfolding around you right now, but understand this, that... God is about to launch you. The Bible records in the book of Luke that the Roman soldier seized him. He didn't want to go there. That's how you will know. He didn't want to go there. You may be doing something that you don't really care for right now. It's not naturally the way you would want to go right now, but you found yourself in the middle of it. Understand this, that God has not yet employed man that he cannot make use of. Simon only carried Jesus' cross for a season, for a brief moment. So whatever you are having to carry, whether it is your cross or somebody else's cross, it is only for a while. It's only some part of the way, it's only for a while. You don't have to bear the burden forever. And Luke 14.27 says that Simon bore the cross behind Jesus. My dear friend, whatever you are required to handle, ensure, make sure that you are following Jesus in the process, not leading Jesus. Don't assume, do not presume to know. You were only drafted in for a season. You do not have the blueprint, so don't take over. 
It may look like your plans are being disrupted when you are helping others. I tell you something, relax. God is going to make it work out for your good. Again, I will say to you, my dear friend, learn to value seemingly unexpected events. The king may be coming to dinner. Be ever ready. I always told that to my staff. See, I own a bakery. And I used to tell them that whatever cake is coming out of our bakery must be the best we can produce per time. And I used to say to them that you do not know when the king is coming to dinner. I didn't do a lot of advertising, but my work advertised itself in the sense that if you were looking for excellence, you found it. If you were looking for good quality, you found it. If you were looking for, for beauty, you found it. So put your best foot forward always. Always be ready to spend yourself for others. Don't let temporary setback define who you are. Simon was heading to Jerusalem. He wasn't going to carry anybody's cross. But carrying a cross for Jesus was just a temporary fixture in the grand scheme of things. Always bear in mind, my dear friend, that you only know in part. Your identity is tied to Christ, not on, in the events that line the way. I say that again, find your identity in Christ, not in the events that line the way. Your identity must always be in Christ. And learn the lesson in humility. Jesus, the Son of God, the Word of God, accepted help from the man he created. Learn that. Remember the other day, Jesus stooped to wash the feet of the people who should serve him. Learn humility. Yes, you are a leader, but a leader is only one who is able to inspire others, who is able to influence others, who is able to build others, who is able to grow others. That's who a leader is. And when duty calls, carry out your assignment with grace and gratefulness. Carry it out with grace and gratefulness. Be grateful. There are thousands of people that they could have called and yet they called you. Be grateful. You are not that good. The cross of Christ. Last one I want to say to you. The cross of Christ can transform a lackluster event into a glorious destiny. Nobody would have thought carrying a cross like a criminal would put them in the annals of history, but he did. So imagine that Simon of Cyrene had been praying to God to, to distinguish him in life. He prayed, 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 pray, the prayer. But God answered that prayer in an unexpected manner. Don't dictate how God would answer you. Let him show you what God can do. Simon of Cyrene got his name etched in the history of life. You too may just have that going for you. Whilst we are that, I hope you have the book, Walk With Me in the Footsteps of Jesus and Strength for the Journey. I hope you have bought one or at least one or the 
or the two of the both books walk with me in the footsteps of Jesus strength for the journey and the reason is very simple walk with me would help you in this walk with Jesus and strength for the journey acknowledges that you will find obstacles in this journey of life and you need help so it already prepares you for that help and there are other books of course there's you will marry well a book on marriage heart matters life matters is a book on the book of proverbs there's god's lady in waiting chronicles the activities of esther and how it relates to us navigating the night seasons is talking about when we fall when bad things happen to good people what are we supposed to do and prayer works prayer works say oh i think that's that's the best book that has come out of this cof- um, this kitty for a while and right now in a couple of days if you stick around you just might get a gift from us we're going to be looking at our Easter diaries. So, my dear friend, I want you to know this. I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you. Have a good day.